You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. The T-Biz Podcast delivers T-News that you need to know. A recap of the week's major headlines with commentary and cultural trends hosted by Dan Bolton. It is the voice of origin for tea professionals and enthusiasts worldwide. Tea nourishes and inspires. It is the most ancient of plant-based medicines, simultaneously energizing the body as it soothes the mind. Making tea is an art and craft as described on the Tea Biz portal. Intimately local, the 200 billion tea trade exerts global influence employing millions to enhance the well-being of all. Hello, everyone. Here are this week's headlines. Pakistan's economic crisis threatens Kenya. Kenya suggests rice for tea barter to preserve the tea trade. Asahi launches its first new tea brand in decades. Tatcha unveils virtual forest bathing and a meditation experience online. Plus, Narendra's Dharmaraj has developed a tea processing technique that yields the taste and aroma of Orthodox with the intense color and fast-brewing characteristics of cut, tear, and curl tea. The process results in a hybrid that can be blended to enhance the aroma and flavor of conventional CTC, the tea substrate can also be die-cut to resemble broken-leaf grades or 3D-printed into myriad shapes and sold at a premium. More in a minute, but first, this important message. What makes a perfect cup of Ceylon tea? The perfect cup is from the tea businesses that ensure the protection of all the children living within their tea estates. We salute Kailani Valley, Telawakili, Bogawanthalawa, Harana, and Eliftia Tea Estates. Support Save the Children, Sri Lanka. Pakistan and Egypt are two of the Mombasa tea auction's most important customers, and neither can pay its bills. The two countries normally buy 55% of Kenya's total tea exports, but sales to both countries have steeply declined since November, according to the East African Tea Trade Association. Both countries faced historical foreign exchange shortfalls, with Pakistan's reserves down to less than a month of remittances and inflation at a 40-year high as the local currency trades at record lows. Sales to Egypt were down 42% to 4.4 million kilos in November as auction prices fell to an average of $2.02 per kilo this week. Further declines are expected. 
Last week, Pakistan initiated a desperate attempt to shore up finances by refusing to land cargo unless suppliers agreed to 180-day payment terms. Customs reports 95% of the 8,500 containers currently in port are awaiting letters of credit, including 5 million kilos of tea in 250 containers shipped from Africa. In response, shipping agents this week advised Pakistan that foreign shipping lines will halt services to the country unless the country's banks remit freight charges. DHL announced scaling back operations, suspending imports, and limiting outbound shipments. To ease the crisis, Kenya's National Training Corp. is negotiating with the government in Islamabad to barter 150,000 metric tons of rice for tea of equivalent value. Pakistani authorities proposed the barter. Mombasa traders welcomed the suggestion, according to ETTA Managing Director Edward Mundibo. He told Business Daily Africa, quote, We welcome this arrangement because it will work to our favor given the economic situation in Pakistan. Kenya's Agricultural Cabinet Secretary is traveling to Pakistan this week to take part in negotiations beginning Monday. Business Insight The International Air Transport Association reports that Pakistan owes airlines $225 million as of December 2022. IATA's 300 airline members in 120 countries account for 82% of global air traffic. Failure to pay can lead to suspension and termination of service. Quote, I don't think you can expect an airline to continue to serve a market if it is not paid, end quote, said Willie Walsh, general director of IATA, at a media roundtable in Geneva last month. IATA standards and certifications regulate the travel industry globally. Asahi launches its first new tea brand in decades. Beverage giant Asahi expects to sell 60 million bottles of Sioux this year, the innovative Icho-style unsweetened, partially fermented green tea launches on April 4th. Asahi surveyed 12,000 people over two years to discover that the taste preferences of Japanese customers has changed from slightly bitter green teas to teas with, quote, high aroma, and crisp flavor. Japan's top tea master, Yasuyuki Suda, was commissioned to develop a high-aroma tea that meets the needs of the times, according to the company. The tea will be available in 620-milliliter and 2-liter pet bottles, developed exclusively for Asahi. According to the International Tea Committee, Japan is the eighth-largest tea-consuming country in the world. Green tea accounts for 15% of sales volume. It is also a popular export. Leading brands include Kirin, Suntory, and Ituin. In 2021, the export value of Japanese tea reached more than 20 billion yen, doubling since 2015. The top destination was the U.S., accounting for half the total. Asahi is known for its international beer brand, but also owns Mitsuya, 
a traditional steamed tea brand that dates to 1884, and Wanda, an RTD tea launched in 1991. Wanda's product range includes black, green, and oolong teas, bottled coffee, and fruit blends. Asahi earned $25.1 billion in the fiscal year ending January. Business Insight Japanese consumers drank more bottled tea than all carbonated beverages combined. Kirin developed the world's first canned tea in the 1960s. Kirin Namacha, a heat-treated green tea, was sold in small 150-milliliter cans that became a staple in Japan's vending machines by the 1970s. Bottled teas were first introduced in the United States in the 1980s by Lipton and Nest Tea and are now the top-selling format in Japan. Cosmetics firm Tatcha offers an immersive lesson in experiential retail. The Japanese company, with offices in San Francisco, Hong Kong, and the UK, is currently hosting an online meditation set in a virtual Cypress forest. Touring the virtual store provides insights into Shinrin-ryoku, the ritual of connecting to nature through the senses. The destination is an onsen, a wellness resort with a ceremonial tea room, hot tub, and meditation led by Toryo Ito, a Japanese Zen Buddhist monk and brand ambassador. Last week, the Metaverse Force came to life as a three-day Los Angeles pop-up that introduced visitors to force bathing in a setting that resembled a Japanese Hinoki forest. The occasion was the launching of Tatcha's Forest Awakening skincare collection at Sephora. Online visitors are introduced to the body wash and skincare products in a natural setting enhanced by the simulated forest with sounds of running hot springs and varying shade as they walk about the forest and spa. Olga Dogakina, co-founder and CEO at Empiria, the software company that created the Metaverse experience, told Chain Store Age, quote, Virtual stores are becoming an extension of the brand, one that allows retailers to tell a story like no other media could, end quote. Tatcha offers a line of green tea-based cosmetics and developed a renewal tea, a blend of Japanese pine and mulberry, created by Japanese blender Hagugendo Tea, to accompany the campaign. The tea sells for $14 for 20 grams in eight tea bags. Visit Tatcha, T-A-T-C-H-A dot com to experience an afternoon walk in the woods. Arvinda Anantharaman in Bengaluru reports on this week's tea auction prices. India Tea Price Report for Sales 7, the week ending 18th February 2023. In news this week, the 132nd Annual General Meeting of the Assam Branch of the Indian Tea Association was held at Jorhat on 18th February. Chairperson Nayantarapal Chaudhary, who spoke at the event, highlighted the problems facing the industry. She was quoted as saying that a further increase in production is not an option 
and rather an increase in prices along with sustained emphasis on quality is necessary. In auctions, sales 7 saw a little over 5,000 tons of tea on offer, with about 79% sold. The top three grades continue to be BP, followed by BOPSM and BOP. North India saw better demand this week for Orthodox tea, with 90% sold at an average price of 160 rupees a kilo. CTC also saw improved sales with 82% sale volume. Some Darjeeling on offer was picked up. Prices improved over last week for all tea grades except Darjeeling. And Middle East continued to be active for exports in Calcutta. South Indian auctions saw a decrease in sales from the previous week. Prices were largely unchanged. In weather, Upper Assam expected to see mostly cloudy weather with light to moderate rainfall. Darjeeling is also expected to see some rainfall. And no rainfall is predicted in the Nilkiris. But Munnar saw sub-zero temperatures again last week, which coupled with higher daytime temperatures has caused a real problem. The Kanandevan Hills Plantation Limited in Munnar has reported an expected decline in yield because the recent frost attack has caused the wilting of tea plants across five, 550 hectares owned by the company. Media reports say the last time this extent of damage was seen was in 2014, when 800 hectares of tea bushes were destroyed by frost. And now, a word from our sponsor. Hello, I'm Bogdan, a passionate tea drinker and the inventor of the ultimate tea machine, the Brewmaker One. Preparation is key to making fine tea. Sequential steepings deliver the best taste possible and unlock the true value of whole leaf teas and botanicals. Brew automates that process without using any pots or capsules. This simple to operate smartphone control device stores steeping profiles to consistently make great tea at the push of a button. Brew also reduces time, waste and energy. That's because I engineered the brew to remember control settings for temperature, brewing time and quantity. Using my patented process lets you stack steep simply and conveniently. This week, T-Biz travels to Kerala, India to learn from Narendra Tharmaraj, a tea processing technique that yields the taste and aroma of orthodox with the intense color and fast brewing characteristics of cut tear and curl tea. The process results in a hybrid that can be blended to enhance the aroma and the flavor of conventional CTC. The tea substrate can also be die-cut to resemble broken leaf grades or even 3D printed into a myriad of shapes and sold at a premium. In a dynamic beverage market crowded with healthy options, tea can't afford to sit back and rest on its leafy laurels. Continuous, consumer-focused innovation is essential from soil to cup. Much has been spent on earth-friendly packaging and third-party certifications that differentiate offerings on the shelf. But the tea within is largely unchanged. Innovations in tea processing are too few. Meanwhile, market research reveals that tea drinkers want more than fannings and dust. Unilever found that consumers prefer the leafy appearance and aroma of whole leaf and broken leaf teas, but insist on the convenience of sachets 
and a robust and quick brew. Inspired by this unmet need, Narendra Dharmaraj, a 40-year tea industry veteran, has developed a technique to rid tea of its stringy fiber skeleton. The result is an economical, adaptable substrate with the fragrance of a well-made Orthodox tea. Welcome back to the podcast, Darm. Will you describe to listeners the process and benefits of pneumatically extruded semi-Orthodox tea? Tea experts, uh, I recall, always used to warn uh, in the case of the principal tea type, orthodox, they would want more strength and color. In the case of the other major tea types, CDC, they would want more flavor and aroma, etc. Um, it was around that time uh, Unilever Consumer Survey came up with this uh, finding that uh, much of the tea-consuming world wanted their teas to look leafy but uh, have the liquor characteristics of uh, CDC, namely color, strength, briskness, etc. Um, and, the, and the same experience, uh, somewhat uh, same experience I had uh, when I used to go on uh, visits to consuming countries to export uh, our teas, uh, they, their requirements invariably got confined to a few grades, which uh, typically uh, we used to make very little of. Uh, so these things have been working in my mind, and uh, I did, uh, you know, many trial runs of various sort of process changes within the limitations of a tea factory, of course. Then I, I, I came up with this uh, uh, process uh, of finding a hybrid between CTC and Orthodox. In terms of process, it, it's not rocket science, but it did involve a little bit of lateral thinking. Uh, basically, the tea was processed initially as in uh, the case of CTC manufacture. And uh, uh, the main challenge there I found was that the lignin content in tea is is a tough nut to crack. So to make it into a malleable uh, substrate for further uh, sizing was a challenge, as indeed the fact that it was throwing up uh, fiber which need to be removed uh, repeatedly. And all this meant repeated machining, of course. Uh, as you know, uh, a repeated machining causes higher temperature, loss of quality. So these things had to be addressed. Anyway, finally got that substrate into a nice pasty sort of configuration. And then we used, uh, uh, I'm making it sound a little simple. It uh, We passed it through an extruder. Um, and then of course it was fermented and dried as in the case of uh, normal manufacture. Um, the, the end product um, uh, was, as I said, a hybrid between Orthodox uh, and uh, CTC. Uh, the tasters also approved the quality in that they said it looking leafy with a, a, a strong uh, brisk liquor. Um, and um, in terms of brewing, it, it could uh, be, be found that it could be used for uh, the uh, traditional Orthodox afternoon tea brewing, steeping it in water for three, four minutes, 
or a, a sort of fast infusion that is typically done in the case of uh, teas, uh, CDC teas, and as indeed for tea bags, uh, delivering greater number of cups per unit weight of tea. Uh, the benefit of this process, as I said, is uh, your ability to customize grades uh, and sort of merge the qualities of uh, both orthodox and CTC into one product uh, and also uh, uh, maximization of the, the what one refers to as preferred grades, which are typically uh, the grades that give fetch uh, a higher remuneration. Um, all this, of course, with, without losing the essential uh, uh, quality attributes. How has the new processing technique been received? Uh, in terms of uh, acceptance of these uh, new type of teas in the market, um, or some some exporters found it useful to blend it with existing grades. Uh, there was, of course, some resistance in that they felt it looked too engineered, uh, which which is a bit of a dilemma because on one side people ask for very even teas, but then uh, you know people are not used to seeing a very engineered look. Um, so the further uh, the 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 potential development in this area is probably 3D printing, uh, which can profile the the sort of more natural look of these existing uh, superior grades. So that's an area we need to work on. You mentioned that your experiments are ongoing. Parallelly, we were working on another process, which was basically changing the the current sequencing, which is withering, drying, uh, then maceration, fermentation, sort of playing around with the sequence, playing around with the drying time and temperature, um, few, uh, uh, incorporating little fusion of the normal black tea and green tea machinery. And uh, this led to a quantum jump in the recovery of the, the primary grades, namely the whole leaf grades and BPS, etc. Um, you know, uh, both these methods uh, are extremely relevant going forward in, in protecting the economics of the pre tea uh, production business. Uh, as indeed, uh, looking at it from the front end, I believe the, the major, the players needs to take this forward as an initiative in terms of product differentiation to gray, gain greater share throat, which uh, as we all agree, uh, tea is badly in need of. See examples of extruded tea and learn more on the TBIS blog. Intrigued by what you heard in today's podcast? Would you like to learn more from our global network of T-Biz journalists and tea experts? Remember to visit the T-Biz website for more comprehensive coverage. That's www.t-bizbiz.com. Thanks for listening. Farewell till next week.
need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.